<laughs> Jazz fans are going to be really jealous of where they're at in two years because we're we're not going to be. That's what probably be, not going to. Yeah, like, I don't like, know if we're going to be in. But. M- M- Memphis is cute now, but um, uh, when little brother surpasses big brother, that's when uh, that's when things uh, start to go to hell. So. What's up, folks? It's, uh, you know, nothing's really happened lately edition of Hitting the High Notes Jazz Talk. It is, I am here, T.R.E.N. Superman. Um, and I'm, uh, you know, you, again, like I said, nothing's really happened, but here we are, you know, Thursday night, doing what we do. Um, uh, he goes the distance, he 49s. Um, uh, what's up, J.R. Barker? Oh, I'm going for speed tonight, man. <laughs> I'm all alone in my time of need. It's um uh, hey I'm, uh, if all goes well I'm uh, as I was say I'm, uh, it, it bodes well for us that speed impresses you, so um um uh, the 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 squatches of dragons he is he's he's not with us tonight so if you're here for comedy we brought you someone else um uh, to bring some comedy he um uh, you know you know him as the singing sensation um, um my Asian my Asian brother from Provo um uh, what is up Tejo. Hey, um, how are you? This is, I mean, Taylor, you, you're 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 going for the gauntlet here. You, you've been on um, uh, high notes. This is your third, fourth time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's uh, my third third time uh, showing up. Yeah, yeah, all right, there we go. Yeah, because like we we had you on Therapy Pod. Um, you did a pod where uh, Jared Jared introduced you there. So, um, yeah, like you you're starting to like you. Know, we we talked about beer grills. I'm a Replacing Dragon Squatch, but man, you got you're, you're gonna get the chops here. You, you're you're building the resume, so yeah. Um, but yeah, um, you know, um, we're not doing anything. You know, like the Jazz are not playing, and then um, you know, I need I need more like you know inspiration for my you know new bike, and Jazz are not giving me yet, so <laughs> I need that fix. Um, uh, right. So we, I mean, we, I mean, it's it's not the Jazz fault, obviously. Uh, I mean, we talked uh, last Thursday after the Jazz uh, blew that game against the Lakers. And uh, then, you know, it was like, all right, cool. Now we're going into uh, going into uh, All-Star break. And it's, it's, a, it's a long break, but it's, it's akin to, like, losing a, a football game that you have to wait a whole week to, to like, really rectify all that. And I keep, I keep covering my mouth. I, I'm sorry. Um, and uh, or, like, I mean, like the Utes this year, right, the, the, the Utah football team. Lost to BYU in, in their rivalry game, and like now they have to wait a, a few years before they can rectify find that loss. Um, and so the Jazz, you know, left left the Jazz fans with kind of a bad taste in their mouth uh, with that with that loss to the Lakers. And but but now you know we're 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 back. We're we're here. We're we're talking. Like there's not a lot to talk about because I mean there has been some stuff, but it's all been very fleeting. Especially when look, we know there, there's some like. Geopolitical world issues right now that are, are are plaguing the world, and it sucks. But you know, we, we have sports for a reason, right? Like, I mean, we have all these things because uh, we we do need to escape from reality. We we need fantasy football. We need to watch the NBA. We we need these. We we need video games. You know, we need these little things to whatever it is, so we don't just go crazy from what's happening in the world. So here we are. We're talking. We're talking basketball. Talking jazz basketball, which I'm not quite sure is. What a therapist would would recommend, but here here we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not joking about that. No, 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 I, you know, <laughs> no, you know me, Captain Serious, all the time here. Um, 
So, um, uh, but you know, there, there was a little bit of news uh, that happened this week uh, during the All Star. Well, for, let's 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 who who watched the All Star game here? Tejo, um, uh, Jared, you guys watched the All Star game? I watched the first couple quarters, um, and then I watched a. I was watching a, a stream of my uh, with my my buddy. He's in a choral group. We we watched a a stream that actually talks. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of Matthew. Uh, what's his last name? West Matthews. Yes. Know, there was a kid in like the the nineties. In um, he was like twelve years old in Wyoming. He got he basically kidnapped from a fireside and then put up against a fence and they beat him to death and he was a he was a gay kid and so it was it was a hate crime and uh it, um it was so is really kind of like a, a celebration of him but also you know introspective I, anyways that's kind of heavy for this podcast yeah, but, like, um, uh, as soon as we got to say, hey, let, 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 let's get our mind off of, uh, <laughs> let's get our mind yeah. off all the crazy <laughs> stuff, but and talk about some other. Oh, like, you know? like, I was like, oh, geez, like I had to, I had to stop paying attention for a minute there because like, I was like, oh boy, he's just, he's going, <laughs> he's, he's, he's going for it. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, <laughs> um, long story short, I so I missed the historic performance by Steph Curry because he had forty five when I checked back in. I was just holy crap. You know, he was shooting lights out in the first half, and then just kept going. Now, I was um, Gobert had a uh, a three hundred and sixty dunk. I'm, I'm actually trying to find out his stats, like how he did this game. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, and I mean, the internet still making fun of him for it. They're saying that's the most swaggerless three hundred and sixty dunk I've ever seen. Blah blah blah. I'm just like, that's uh, three hundred and sixty. That's cool. Come on. I mean, <laughs> what, what? I mean, what do you? I mean, again, it's there's a weird hate that we talked about. We brought up. There, it's, it's a very weird. Um, there's not really yeah, a, a super logical explanation about even it. Even more, like like it, they take it like 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 there's a weird hate for the Jazz, but it's like a next level weird hate for Rudy. It's kind of strange. Yeah, and so, um, <clears throat> and, and, so, and you know, there are times where I think um, uh, fans um, uh, probably make too much out of it, but then there are times I'm like, yeah, that's that's a weird that's a weird you know hill to die yeah. on about Rudy Gobert, but. Uh, not Hill, well, but the um, way, weird stats. What I take. like to tell people is, I mean, Dave Chappelle's not always right about stuff, but he said something that really resonated with me. Twitter's not a real place, so, 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 uh, like some of the opinions on there, you're rarely gonna, yeah, some of them, just out to lunch. Yeah, and so well, I, it, it is what it is. Um, it just sucks because, like, I mean, it's one of the things. Like, it could be because he's foreign. You know, but not not all foreign players get hate. You know, maybe 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 it's even deeper. Like maybe he's French. Um, it's just it's just a weird thing that people people pick up on in there. Um, so um, so Rudy Gobert, well, all star. I mean, he's not do- even loved in France either. It's kind of weird. Like, <sighs> he's not hated there as much as he is here, though. I mean, in he Fran- is kind of seen as arrogant over there. Like that's that's straight from my friend uh, Pedro Pedro Net, who I think we had on the show one time. Let's, I don't know. It's been a while since I talked to him. Um, but yeah, like I mean, it's it's it, it is what it is. It's weird. Uh, I mean, I, I kind of wish we had a better explanation for it. But um, so the the All Star game came. I'm Donovan. You know, Donovan Mitchell. You, you've heard. You know, had to miss. You know, upper respiratory infection. Uh, so I mean, there's only one one. Gen- I mean, it, it is still nice. Like I'm. Uh, you know, it it sucks that Donovan's sick, but. Once, once you've like made like making your first All Star games a big deal, once you get to your third, um, 
it's okay. Like it's fine. <laughs> like I'm a, you know, I would like to see the, you know Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell as long as they're Jasmine make multiple All Star games. Um, and it's nice that that they, you know, they're legacies, right? So um, they don't have to have the most amazing years, but you know, because they've made it so many times, it's like, all right, well, let's throw them on there again. So, um, yeah, we might we might see them a little more. Um, uh, it was there anything else about All Star Weekend that you guys saw that you're like you guys were really interested in? I mean, I was interested in how awful the dunk contest was. It was <laughs> so bad, like oh my goodness! And you know, shout out to Carl Anthony Towns for winning the three point contest. That was pretty cool. I mean, the dunk contest is right now. We're I, I think the the NBA kind of just like goes you know. You're gonna put on a ten dunk contest, and you're only gonna have one good one. But that one good one is so memorable that um, uh, you know, that it makes up for like nine, nine. Like even the Donovan Mitchell one was kind of a shitty one. So, well, yeah, I, I saw some good. I saw some good uh, like discussion on it afterwards, and just talking about how there's professional dunkers and trying to get those kind of people involved with it. I think that's that would be a good direction to take it, like because those people, you know, just kind of like they're like YouTube dunkers. They're dunking like all the time. They have a lot more time to think of creative ways to dunk, and I you mean, know if those guys worked with the NBA players, that could probably lead to some more interesting outcomes. Maybe, but also these NBA players, you know, like, uh, do you want? Would you want like Donovan Mitchell risking some injury by working on some really crazy dunks that um, uh, you know, like I mean, because like you know, we right. saw we saw I what's mean, his face uh, for sure, hurt for his, sure, hurt his thumb on one of the dunks, right, Cole Anthony. Like, oh, maybe you just have the YouTube dunkers compete in the contest then. And, no, you know, let, them, the, let them do it on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The, I mean, the dunk contest is, is it was what it is. Like, you know, you, you, once in a while you'll, you'll get the Vince Carters. Once in a while you'll get the, um, uh, if Dragon's Watch was here, he'll, he'll even say that Steve Francis, uh, Fran, the franchise, Steve Francis, Steve Francis. The Aaron Gordon versus Zach Levine contest. Yeah, there's, I mean, obviously, you know, what part one and part and two the, of those. The year after really that where they had Aaron Gordon come back was pretty memorable too. It's too bad. The, too bad he, he didn't win either of those times. It felt, kind of felt like he got jobbed. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, we, we talk about this on the, the Red Rocks podcast I do about how, I mean, I've talked about it here before too, like the 10 scoring is, once you give 10s, it's, it's, it's pretty much pointless, so. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't think actually we, we I don't think we got a perfect dunk in the dunk contest either. So um, yeah, All Star Weekend's what it is. Uh, Tejo, um, yeah. So we we got we got some jazz stuff here. Uh, the the biggest like mm-hmm. drama, the biggest news, I guess I should say, uh, came out this week. Um, uh, there was uh, some jersey leaks, man. Um, and this is the perfect show for Dragon Squash to miss because he he loves talking about laundry. So. Um, you know the, the the it's not only like the black and yellow and and uh, and you know the Pittsburgh Steelers jokes like the the new rebrand of colors we all knew it was coming, um, but then some leaked photos of the jerseys jerseys were there. What are your thoughts? Like I'm a, like like hate like where do you fall on this line? I I feel like you know jazz jerseys are good as it is. Um, I I wonder why they want to change it, but. Um, how they change it is kind of weird because it looks more like baseball um, uniforms than basketball jersey, um, and they want to be more like um, um, Golden State's Warriors. I feel like that that color scheme uh, kind of makes me feel like uh, I I I need times to get used to it, kind of thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, the town jerseys. Yeah, that, that kind of does look remind me of those Golden State Warrior town jerseys. 
uh, and uh, I mean, it's just one of the things that like it, it's a whole new color scheme for her for um, uh, the uh, for the jazz and and everything. And, and Jared, I mean, from what we saw on well, what I saw on the, on the Twitter spaces, Twitter verses, a um, lot of mostly hate. Most people did not enjoy it, but there are some people who who, who um, uh, didn't think it was too bad. Um, well, what did you kind of see people talking about it? That's what we kind of do here. We like to like look at what jazz social media is saying about stuff and then um, kind of comment on it. So, well, it just felt so basic, especially the black and yellow one that it was kind of like the blurry image, the leak. It just felt so basic and like, I don't know, uh, people say swaggerless, I guess, young people especially. It felt kind of swaggerless, kind of like, yeah. You know, it's just like, I don't know. It doesn't doesn't move me. It doesn't make me feel anything. I feel no connection to it. it, it I don't know. It just. Like, where do you, where do you fall? Like, usually on jerseys, though, like, um, uh, then, like, um, uh, are you really big on what they wear or. Yeah, I, I, I am a, I'm a big Jersey guy. I really wish they'd never gotten rid of some of the purples. Like, I think the, our, the, the straight up. You know, plain purple would would have been a great statement jersey to keep around for a while. Um, the really nice one that we had, like with Derek Favors. I'm cons- I'm tr- I'm trying to decide what my wardrobe's going to be for the game on on Sunday, and can't decide between my number fifteen Derek purple Derek Favors or or my uh, city edition, the old city edition uh, Rudy Gobert. So and uh, uh, guys, what was that? Thoughts? I'm oh, I'm gonna take a poll of you. Uh, I mean, so I mean, just the just the uh, uh, jersey itself. I mean, it it looks awful. It just looks it does look bad. But I'm also not you know dying on any jersey hills. Like whatever. Like you know, my my thoughts on the on the golden P jerseys are pretty bad. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've I've suffered through three years of that, so it's not like it's not like it's a huge deal for me what the, what they wear. Um, I, there are some jerseys yeah, I do like, I, and I am confused on if are we getting a full fresh rebrand where all four of them are changing? Is that like what it is? I mean, I mean, just everything. I mean, the color schemes. Like, it's, I mean, it'd just be weird to have to go with the navy and the white, um, and but if, if black and yellow are the new the schemes, it just be it feels like it should be a, a full rebrand brand. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it is funny to me that a lot of uh, um, a lot of uh, uh, people are thinking fans should be ma- should be making more of these, uh, like the the the, re- the reasons that should be should be fan based. Um, and I, I mean, we we've seen like Jazz Uni Tracker has put some together good, good stuff, and it you know the problem is that we don't know what uh, like Jazz management wants when they uh, uh, are asking for um, uh, the rebrand. Like, um, uh, there's probably like some rules that they have to follow. Like, um, uh, that there's other things that no, you know, that besides just make it look good. So yeah, um, yeah, I I honestly don't know what all goes into that i'm 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 gonna yeah i'm i can't speak to it so right I absolutely, yeah so i mean i think you're right no i think you're right there there's probably a lot more that we don't know yeah a lot, a lot of fans um uh you know have made has made really i mean jazz new tracker like even we had him on and talked a whole episode about hey look at these cool jerseys and like the concept looked great but you know he had free reign right 
um, you know, I, yeah, I really like, I, I really did like the five jersey lineup that he came up with, though. Oh, yeah. That he has resurfaced. It's, I don't know, it looks really good. I kind of wish the Jazz had gone in a, more so in that type of direction. I, I kind of do understand the, the B sort of looking thing. Um, it's interesting that, you know, that, uh, that you would do something like, you know, with the sort of the honeycomb sort of coloring without like actually using any kind of honeycomb design. But I guess that's more of a Charlotte Hornets thing because they have that hive thing going on. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're the Hornets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Tough. Um, so. How about, how about I, you, Tejo? Um, uh, I mean, the beehive state, you know, that is kind of a, a, a very quintessentially Utah thing for sure. But yeah, it's, I don't know. Yeah. Also, I feel like, um, I don't know. I, I think um, if I, whenever I think of black and yellow, I think of a uh, uh, Peaceburg Pirates. Pirates. Oh, interesting. Um, not, not the Steelers. Yeah, because it's, because it's a baseball yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a baseball more. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm more a baseball guy than a basketball guy, but. Uh, Hold on. I need to hang, I need to hang up on this like, call. I need to hang up on this call. I need to hang it up. <laughs> Go race. Um, anyways. <laughs> um, well, well, we, Tejo, we would usually expect people to say is Pittsburgh Steelers because, I mean, black and yeah. yellow, black and yellow. <laughs> true, true, true. But, yeah, Pirates. Um, so, yeah, like it's, it's, you know, Pittsburgh color, uh, not a Utah color, I feel like. Um, so I think, I think um, like I said, it will, it will make me, like, time to like adjust to the new uniform and also um i am wondering uh, how they're going to do that with uh the court um i feel like um cd edition the old cd edition jersey itself isn't that um brilliant but with the court scheme it really matched really well so that's how uh, i really like the cd edition jerseys so i feel like um if they do somewhat creative way to uh, make the court and jersey look um, really good, I think um, it will be a great hit. Yeah, I mean, I'm, uh, I mean, like, I mean, like the worst court design is the the Brooklyn Nets court design, right? And um, a lot of people just don't like like the gray, the gray scale. Um, I, I, again, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not too bothered by it. Like, whatever. Like, it's, it is just laundry at the end of the day. Um, it is cool when like they get something that really looks cool, that really pops. Like, oh, that looks really nice. And but when it really sucks, I'm like, yeah, well, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, oh well. Um, yeah, it would be nice to see some more. Um, uh, uh, see, see what like the real jerseys are and how they look. And again, yeah, like maybe, maybe they come out and they they look better. I, I know a lot of people didn't like dark mode when it came out, and I think dark mode kind of got boring. Um, but it wasn't awful when it first came out and then people were like oh you know what on tv it looks a lot better and uh yeah it's a lot of things that go into it and that we just maybe don't think about that you know we we, and but there are a lot of good fan designs out there and on on the on the bright side uh if you really want some of those fan designs just go go to like dhgate or something you can buy them where where are the fan designs if you want sucks that the sucks that designers won't get any money but you know some poor kid in china is making forty cents to make that jersey for you, so. 
like, <laughs> I, I, like I feel bad about it, but I also like paying twenty bucks for your jersey. So, you know, it's a real conscious, like real um, uh, uh, a crisis of conscience for me. I'll be honest. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you know, we, we we had for for one day we had a we had jersey fights. Um, uh, um, at least it wasn't as long as, at least it was it didn't last as long as um, our uh, our jersey um, uh, fights that we had. That was the jersey fights were kind of, were, were kind of crazy. Oh no, sorry, uh, font fights, font fights. My 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 bad. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah the font fights. Oh man, people. That- that lasted a long time. Yeah, that, that did. But hey, the fans won. All right, that's what matters. The fans yeah. came out on top of that one. Um, and um, uh, you know, like um, uh, we uh, uh, finally talked about uh, Joe Ingles um, uh, being traded around the trade deadline, and you know, we were pretty nonchalant on this podcast. I, I did a bunch of spaces where I'm like, you know, guys, I, I don't, you know, we, even with uh, Mike Pereira of. Uh, uh, Salt City Hoops did a space, and uh, he said something like, like "You know, it, it seems really weird to eulogize, uh, eulogize um, uh, um, Joe Ingles when you know he's, he's going to be back, guys. He's going to be back." Like we all just kind of assumed that, like you know, no one's going to offer the. You know, we even said on the trade podcast, like if Joe Ingles gets traded, it's unlikely that someone's going to pay a thirty-four-year-old Joe Ingles a, a lot of money to come in the off-season. He really likes Utah. And the Jazz are gonna and offer, the you know, <laughs> offer a minimum contract, and he'll probably come back because, like, you know, he likes Utah. He doesn't want to move his kids out, his family out of there. Um, but then this, you know, this week also brought a lot of drama. Uh, the Joe Ingles drama is is kind of um, uh, hurting people too. Uh, Dude, that's been lasting forever, and I'm just like, you would be happier if you unfollowed him on, on social media. Yeah, but... that's your, your thing. But anyway, hey, I mean, there's, I mean, you do you. Do you. Well, I mean, you you. unfollowing one social media, is that is that sticking your ha- head in the sand? I don't. Well, it's just like if it makes you unhappy to see it, why do you want to see it? Well, it's still, it's still there. Like I'm, uh, you know, just just because like I mean, you don't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. I mean, the, here's the thing: it feels like people, like they, they're. It feels like you're looking for reasons to be upset if you're just like staring at that picture and then reposting that picture and then quoting somebody else reposting that picture. I don't know. I just, I mean, but see, here's like, you like, you don't, you don't even care if Joe Ingles comes back. There's a lot of people who do, um, you know, like, I mean, as, as a business decision, I think a lot of people were like, Oh yeah, that, this makes sense. This, you know, you got to make it, you got to make a trade for a Joe Ingles who's not gonna be able to play for you. But as a, uh, you know, if someone who's a fan, like, I mean, Joe Ingles is, a favorite jazz player of many, really, um, you know. Yeah, but after the Portland Trailblazers, maybe they're going to offer him a contract. I don't know. Well, no, well, yeah, but what I'm saying, like, I'm, uh, there, there's, but that, that's that's the, the the crux of the problem is that, you know, the when when Joe Ingles was traded, it was more like, okay, well, it sucks he gets traded, but there's there's a real good chance that he comes back. There's a real good chance that Joe Ingles is, is back in the Jazz uniform next year, uh, probably at a minimum. So you know that that won't you know hurt. Salary wise, as much, yeah, yada, yada, yada. Um, no one really thought that the. I, that... Guess I guess I'm just to the point in my fandom that I'm, I'm sick of torturing stuff, torturing myself over stuff like that I really have no control over, like the Derek Favors thing. Like, I feel like, you know, at a certain point, I just had to move on. 
I think yeah. you're, I think you're on the wrong podcast for this then. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean the the. Uh, the 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 I mean I mean the the problem is that now that Joe Ingles you know he's posting about being in Portland he's posting about you know his teammates in Portland um, it wasn't a, a simple oh yeah he's gonna get cut and you know they or they're gonna pay Joe to sit in Utah to rehab um, and you know Renee Renee's repping at the the Portland Trailblazers now and you know they're being a good team player and and maybe it's nothing there there is a chance that it really is nothing like you know the offseason comes in. You know, Joe comes back, but you know, there's. I, I think we should probably. There is some real um, credence to that. Hey, you know, may, maybe um, uh, Joe Ingles did play his last game in Utah, and so I just think it's not. I don't know if funny is not the right word, but like, well, he'll come back as an opponent, an opponent at least, and you got that word to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> again, I mean, this is weird because like, I mean, you're not you're not a huge fan of Joe Ingles, so. Um, I mean, because this this is so now, so now this is like um, this is the Derek Favors for a lot of fans that like maybe, maybe they weren't fans of Derek Favors. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I know, I get it. I, yeah. I, the thing is, like, I had enough of them twist the knife about that, you know, and they were, you know, dancing on my grave about that. It's like whatever, you know, whatever. It's like <laughs> Jer- now Jer- you're now you're getting your just desserts. So Jared Jer- Jer- wants to come up in here. He's like, I'm like, you guys, yeah. you know, you you guys don't yeah. care about Derek Favors. Well, here's this thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, Payback time, the bitch, isn't it? Why, 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 why do you want people to suffer about that then? No, I mean, I, like, I mean, I mean, there's a, there's a little bit of truth to this because, like, I'm a, not everybody cared that Derek Favors left, but but you care deeply. Um, like, you, yeah. you even got like really defensive when we asked you, like, hey, you know, Derek Favors. Well, I, I, well, I got defensive about it because I I felt like you guys are trying to twist the knife, and you, I was that was me being. Right. Sorry, I was. Yeah, no, I mean, it was yeah. just because so many other people had needled me about it. I, didn't, <laughs> I thought you guys were trying to needle it. No, I mean, I, I, and so I, I get it because, like, I mean, like Derek Favors was somebody that you um, were really. Uh, I don't yeah, know. Was really attached to. Yeah, so yeah. Um, it is. Um, uh, uh, you know, and Joe Ingles is, is that for, for a lot of people too. And I, I'm, I'm not having a emotional conversation about Joe Ingles. I'm just like, I was like, oh, okay, like no, there's a chance that this could uh, could um, for uh, me. With Joe, it's like, you know Joe loves to troll anyway, so it's like, yeah, he's going to troll you, so whatever, you know. And he said he still loves jazz fans, so, like, I don't know what the big deal is. Like, he's in Portland, he's in a jersey. I, I didn't feel like, when I saw Derek Favors in a jersey, I didn't feel like I needed to say, like, a eulogy and a prayer and whatever was going on on Twitter. I don't know, I just don't get it. <laughs> the way that it happened, the way that it happened and the way that, you know, it turned into this whole eulogy like he was the guy was dead just doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> Te- Teho, I'm a, where, do you, where do you fall here? I'm a, I mean, I'm a, I don't know where Joe Ingles falls on. I mean, so Joe Ingles is a basketball player who plays for the Jazz. I, I don't know if he knows what baseball is. Oh. Um, he, he, I, I never knew. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, the revelation that you don't even watch the Jazz, I, all, all you care about the Rays, so... Um, <laughs> But um, uh, <laughs> but yeah, like I'm a uh, okay. you know, d- w- where where do you fall on the Joe Ingles fandom chart? Because like, I, I I've said many times that Joe Ingles is one of my favorite players, and so um, I'm also like, I, I'm sad to see him do all this like Portland stuff. Like oh boy, like maybe yeah, maybe it is over. Like maybe maybe I, you know, personally uh, personally um uh, uh was not ready for Portland to kind of go all in on Joe Ingles. I I did not 
see that coming. I, I, I guess I, like in those spaces, I was like, oh, I mean, there's a chance. There's a chance. I, I people saying goodbye now, I get it because there's a chance that it is over. Like I'm a, somebody does offer Joe Ingles a lot of money to stay or, or go, and maybe that's what Joe is looking for at, at the age of 35. So I don't know. Um, but where do you fall in the, yeah, in the Joe Ingles uh, fandom there? Well, first of all, um, like I said, I'm a I'm a race fan, so I always see you know um, my favorite player leave and you know wear different jerseys. Oh, so, great trans- uh, great transition, sir! Thank you. Beautiful. No. <laughs> no, that, hopefully that was off the record, but um, <laughs> no, I actually you know I'm I'm representing um, in Korean basketball community that uh, one of very few uh, Joe Ingles fan. And um, when it comes down to this, so, uh, you know, like when you love someone so much, um, you actually uh, wish someone to be happy, not uh, like, you know, even, even when like it, it means like they have to leave you. So where's to um, live by? If you love them, let them go. Taeho Kim. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy that uh, Joe Ingles is um, you know, uh, having, a, having a family time and uh, spending um, happy time right now, and I don't know where he is exactly, but um, um, yeah, like I, I hope he comes back. But if not, um, I wish him the best. Um, that's you know, always the thing I uh, go by. Same thing with Favors and um, all the other players that I love. I am Teho. I am tired of letting things go. I let so many things go, and then uh, it just basically learned that to know that I'm unloved. As much because I've let so many things go, so I, I'm tired of it. I, I don't want to let things go anymore. I want I want to hold on to them as long as I can. All right. Wait, did you just say that who would that you're unloved? Yes. Who doesn't love you? Is that what you're saying? Because because I'm uh, you know if you love them, let it go, and if they return, they love you back. But like you know how many things have returned to me? <laughs> zero, zero things. So I'm I'm you know just like I'm I'm tired of it. Like like you know what I'm I'm done I'm done letting things go. Um. <laughs> But uh, yeah, like the Joe Ingles thing, um, uh, yeah, the eulogies and all that stuff, and it is one of those things that, like, all right, cool. His time as a jazz man has, you know, the, it might like I'm, uh, you know, a, a, after he was traded, I was like probably eighty percent chance he's coming back. Now I'm, I'm much more closer to fifty fifty. Like, oh, it could go either way. Like, we have no idea. Um, I mean, it's, it, it, if Portland, yeah, if the, if really the Blazers feel that way, right? Like, if the Blazers want to offer him like four years, twenty million. Like I mean, if you're Joe Ingles, you're probably looking for a, a contract that has length at 35. You know, if you sign with the Jazz, you're signing one-year minimum contracts, and if you get hurt again, you know, you, you know, like he, he wants to play for an, another little while. So who knows? Um, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I mean, that Portland is a lot like Utah, like Salt Lake. It just feels very similar in a lot of ways, uh, except for that there's more rain. <laughs> um. But, like, culturally speaking, it kind of feels like a, a very similar spot. So they might be very comfortable there. Sorry, who? And, and, and you know, like, that's the guy. I don't know what, like, it was just one of the things that, like, before the trade deadline, it was, okay, like, well, he's going to be rehabbing, right? It's like, is Portland really going to make them make him go out to uh, Portland to, to, to show face when he should be, you know, rehabbing from his injury? Um and you know, then then he did, <laughs> and then he, then he fled to Portland, and you know, then the reports come out that Portland wants um, uh, the Joe Ingles bird rights. So they're like, oh, that's that's interesting. That's that's a different wrinkle. We just thought they were trying to um, uh, 
clear cast base, but maybe maybe they're not. Um, and so yeah, we made we you know we fans you know, even smart fans um, uh, uh, and people who like write and do this stuff are like like I, I say that we're. You know, I don't know if we're smart fans, but we're something. <laughs> uh, we, we were speculating. Something, yeah, we were, sure. yeah, we were. Yeah, we were speculating. Right. Yeah, um, I don't want to say we're smart fans. I'm uh, definitely not. So, um, but uh, yeah, like we were like, like yeah, there, there's a good chance that uh, there's a good chance that Joe Ingles is just going to come back to Utah on, on a minimum, and that's a great contract, you know. Well, I thought he was going to. I thought he might actually retire. Like. Yeah, there was a lot After of that talk season. too. Yeah, like we we had that discussion, and yep. apparently that's not where his head was at. I yeah, don't know. a lot of that talk too, because I'm, uh, you know, we, you know, we, we assumed that we started. Uh, so this is another, another lesson in like a lot of times as fans, we make these leaps, make these assumptions, make these jumps. Um, we also make these jumps that like you know, once people come to Utah, they love Utah so much that they you know that they would not like um, uh, want to leave ever. Um, you know, and this is like why, like, we get bothered when we hear reports about Donovan wants to, want, wanting to leave, or how dare they even consider trading Rudy because, like, he loves Utah. Like, for some reason, loving the state of Utah um, seems to be a prerequisite for uh, what we assume um, uh, NBA players or whomever want. Yeah. So you ha- so you have to stay in Utah if you love Utah. Yeah. It's a, it's a requirement. Yeah, it's just like it's like I mean, like like it feels like that's the only way, um, jazz fans um, uh, uh, feel like they're gonna keep people. Is that like oh, once they are here in Utah, they're never gonna want to leave because maybe because a lot of Utah people never actually leave, uh, leave the state, right? Um, and so they can't fathom like why would um uh, why would um uh, somebody do that? Why why would it, you know why would Donovan Mitchell ever want to leave Utah? Doesn't he see how great it is here? Um, and we're, we're putting our own values, what we value, into NBA players who are in a different tax bracket or in a different just stage of life. So lots of different things there. Um, and so this is kind of my long rant about like, hey, you know, maybe maybe liking the state that you play in is is not exactly um uh, you know the, the best way to keep free agents or or bring free agents over. You know, and it sucks. It hurts because like I'm a. Uh, you know, we we grew up with Malone and Stockton, who never who never left. Um, right. And yeah, but but Malone was always talking about leaving. Like he was always fighting with ownership. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I, you know, I, I, if it helped negotiating power, and like Malone knew that he needed to make some money, and, um, and and I don't know, like you know, we we always talk about the good old days, like the '90s and and everything, and and people seem to think that era of basketball is just the best era of basketball there was, and and you know, ratings wise, it probably was. Um, but the game has changed a lot and, you know, a lot of values have changed too. And, um, yeah, it just, it is what it is. And we, we've heard Darren Williams talk about how, when he was here, he tried to recruit people to come to Utah all the time and how that was a problem. And that was part of the reason that he wanted to leave. Um, and, you know, th- there might be a, a chance that Donovan leaves because Donovan probably is trying to recruit people and there's a chance that they might not, they might not come. So, you know, and that's, that sucks. Sorry, that, that was just me yeah, ranting, uh, ranting about a lot of things there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, as a, as a sports fan, um, we always have to, like, you know, pre- uh, prepare for uh, someone leaves or, you know, um, welcoming new players, something like that, uh, because after all, it's a business and, 
know, that's how everything goes. You know what makes me? Uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm. All this talk is is making me just want, just think. It's like, um, I feel like people are getting irrationally angry about Donovan leaving talk because they know in their hearts there's a possibility that he's going to leave. Right, and we, kind of, we, we talked about like that. that like there's a not just the Gordon Hayward, Hayward PTSD that is still rampant, yeah. right? But like, yeah, like like the the reason is like, like, hey, you know, we know that there's a chance he could leave, but now it feels like he's being forced out by other media that's not in the situation, right? Right. Well, the funny thing is, like, just look at what's happening with Zion, and like, it, we're not the only market this happens to. So the persecution complex about it is goes a little bit too far. In my opinion, like, I mean, Eric Walden actually tweeted out something that was really, really smart um, uh, earlier today. Uh, or maybe, maybe he was like, hey, look, these are like, what are these pieces really about? These pieces are um, written by, you know, national writers who just kind of pick names. Like, they're writing about the, uh, they're writing about, um, you know, player empowerment, like, giving players the, ability to kind of choose where they want to go like you, 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 you can't help where you get drafted you know like zion maybe zion doesn't want to play in new orleans but you know that's that's his only only um uh uh that was his only way to get to the nba and right? i guess yeah and to your point about that um the some of the discussion that you've heard surrounding all the zion talk zion talk and the and the Donovan Mitchell talk, and I, there's one other player that kept coming up, uh, but I can't remember who it is at this moment. But uh, you know, moving these guys to a different market or whatever like that, the thing that keeps coming up is that the next CBA, it sounds like, is going to be uh, a dogfight. Like we might not have basketball. I mean, I keep we, seeing that come up in discussions, uh, and I'm like, oh, we we don't have okay. baseball right now. Uh, to Tejo's, I'm a uh... Um, yeah. Tejo's well, on a, that's, just that's so the only now. reason he's on the podcast with us because baseball because yeah baseball's on break so he's like he's like yeah. I, guess, I guess I'll slum it with some uh, this basketball podcast um, uh, hitting 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 the Ray notes um, uh, is on break right now so um, that's great the Rays don't even have fans Tejo's like the only one um, yeah I'm representing like one of like two fans <laughs> there are dozens of us dozens <laughs> yeah exactly that's Teo uh, Teo Funke <laughs> yeah so Damon Damon Lillard was the other name you're looking at I think um, when you're looking at the the, the, the names that are uh, like you've thrown around and yeah like Eric Walden you know Trib Jazz, at Trib Jazz was just like it's a piece that spends 99% of the time focused on the general theme of player empowerment it includes one toss off line about the front office people speculating and throwing three names out there, choose any star under the contract for multiple years on a non-titled team, and it's equally valid. So, um, it, it does. It, 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 there's a persecution, and you know, we we had Joe Kuan here, and he talks about, oh, there's no small. Like, there's, a, a, I think it's crazy to not think there's not a small market bias or large market bias, and uh, I guess a small market a bias against small markets and stuff. Um, it is hard because, you know, there there are certain things that small markets can't do, and. Uh, we're entering, you know, what we think um, uh, uh, is going to be a, a really telling off season for the Jazz. You know, give it one more go. If it fails again, boom, here you go. This is where you know Danny Ainge is going to, you know, throw. Uh, uh, this, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say anything that has to do with 
bombshells because it seems like an inappropriate time for that stuff. But you know, you know, blow it up. You know, unfortunately, is the the most common term there. Um, but you know, you know, I'm gonna be, you know, let me try to be positive about the Jazz here. Let's see if you guys can be positive as well. So, because um, we're usually pretty negative about, you know, especially since the trade deadline. Like, oh boy. But you know, this is this is a Jazz team that is more or less the same as they were last year. Um, they're a little bit worse because they don't have Joe Ingles. Okay, but this is a team that was number one in the NBA last year, um, uh, regular season. Um, they had a couple tough injuries. They um, uh, they got a little out coached by Ty Lue in the playoffs, um, but they were there. They, like, like we we were very confident in this team for for a while. Um, okay, so you know, this is sort of the if it ain't broke, why fix it type thing. Um, you know, we we all saw that they needed some um, uh, uh, as fans. We we um, many of us had speculated they needed some primer defense, but. For the most part, it worked really well last year without it. So, just because just because like we thought it worked really well last year, and they they had a hiccup, uh, whether it be injuries or whatever. Maybe it just was maybe maybe the injuries were just too much to overcome. Like like what would happen if Mike Conley and and um, uh, Donovan Mitchell were fully healthy? And you know, even with Kawhi Leonard healthy team, I, I felt pretty good about that Jazz um, uh, team. If, if if they were fully healthy against the fully healthy Clippers, um, you know they did, they went up two zero on the Clippers. They had home court advantage. Um, you know we were already writing uh, you know uh, championship statements after Chris Paul went down with COVID in the middle of the playoffs. It was all there, and they were close. Like it, like I know losing the second round isn't close, but they they were close. So okay, g- give it another shot. You know, um, Mike Conley's played a lot more this year than we expected. You know, playing back to backs and just he had to carry the load with uh, Donovan, Rudy, all guys um, being out, uh, and so maybe the break will rejuvenate him. Like I mean, he he's got almost two weeks off, um, a week and a half off, I guess. And so you know, like he's you know just again, we, we these guys need to re-energize, um, come back and let's see these guys. Let's see if these guys can really um uh, go at it in the last thirty games here. Maybe go for the three seed. Maybe it doesn't matter. Like uh, maybe the season doesn't matter. Maybe maybe they want to drop to the four seed. Maybe they're like, okay, cool. The the Suns are the one seed, or the Warriors. Yeah, we rather face the Suns as the one seed than the Warriors as the two seed. Okay, cool. Honestly, yeah. it's not. It's definitely not outside the realm of possibility that the Jazz, uh, you know, they go on a nice little run in the playoffs and make it to the conference yeah. finals. Who knows? Like the, the Jazz played the Mavericks on Friday. They they played them on they played a Doncic-less um, uh, Mavericks uh, on Christmas, so we we don't know. But man, I don't I don't I, I haven't felt scared about the Mavericks all year. So yeah, I, I still don't. And and they traded away Chris Stapps, which he was playing better better this year. Oh. But I guess they just they're like, no, he were you're not who he thought you were, so we're sending you to the Wizards. Bye. And and like it's not like they got a, a huge haul back for Kristaps. No, <laughs> so no, they didn't. They well, just wanted out. They just wanted out of that Kristaps Porzingis yeah. contract. Like, like they 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 sold him for you know not twenty cents on the dollar, but they they, they probably got like fifty cents back. Like they, they they got two really good pieces, um, and so it, it just it does feel like Doncic and a bunch of like random pieces out there, which is good for a regular season team. But like, does anybody think the Mavericks are are, are regular? I mean. I'm biased. I, I didn't think that. I, I thought going into the year that the Grizzlies were going to be better than the, the Mavericks. Like uh, I said that on this pod. Like I, I was like, yeah. I don't think the, the Mavericks are that and good. You're right. The Grizzlies look a lot better. 
Uh, and you know, and just... I am surprised how they've been able to turn things around defensively in Dallas, though. I'm not sure how sold I am on that as a playoff defense, though. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, they still have Jason Kidd as a head coach. Like, as, as much crap as we give Chris Snyder on this podcast, he's he's mu- I think he's much better than Jason Kidd. I'll, I I can <laughs> admit that. Um, and so yeah, so. Uh, you know, so say the say the Jazz pull the Mavericks in round one, cool. And if they feel more confident, because if you ask me who I'm more confident against in the playoffs, I, I think I would have to say right now. I mean, it's the Suns. I'm a little more confident. Like it's not it's not like a far gap. It's it's a very small gap because the the Warriors have Steph Curry and the Suns don't. That's basically it. Um, so you think we're more likely to be better than the Suns than to be better than the Warriors? Yeah, I, I think the Jazz. You know. I'm not like I'm not like betting my house on it, but if I had to choose between the Warriors and the Suns, I'd choose the Suns, I guess. You choose the Suns. Okay. I, I, um, I can kinda see that. And, and, and that's that's solely based on Steph Curry now. But oh man, that, that like that Suns team is, is really good. And like the thing is that the Suns team from top to bottom is better than the Warriors. Um, you know, clay or yeah. no clay. And from top to bottom they're better than us too. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I mean, unfortunately. It, it's one of those things that, like, if the Jazz can somehow figure out the Chris Paul enigma that they that they um, uh, haven't been able to do in the past ten years, they, they, it just takes one year. Like, if you can figure that piece of the puzzle out, cool. If you can beat the Suns, and if you face yeah, the, and I feel like we didn't really get a lot of chances to see how we matched up against them. Yeah, generally, so I, mean, like, I think that we could. Um, I mean, who knows? Well, that, to me, if we see them in a series, that's mm-hmm. really where we're going to figure out. Like, like if this we should year, fire Quinn Snyder. Donovan's <laughs> playing better. Rudy's playing better uh, this year. Yeah. I, I should say this year than last year. Like, and those guys have improved. Uh, uh, Boyan, yeah, no, I agree. Boyan's kind of players have gotten better. Boyan is uh, Boyan's better, playing yeah. the best he has as a Jazz man. I want to say. Um, yeah, Mike Conley's fallen off a touch, but not too. Yeah, rough. he's fallen off, and, but like he also, like, but like also, you know, you can just tell when he's out there. There's a there's a, a better presence. Oh yeah, yeah you know? he still makes he yeah. still makes a big difference. Yes, sure. and even if it's just even if it's just gravity, like they're like okay, we can't we can't leave Mike Conley open, or you know we, you have to guard Mike Conley, right? Um, right. You know, in, in the final five, you have to you have to guard Mike Conley. Um, and Royce, you know, is also a touch worse, but also like he's he's your fifth starter. Like if that's what changes your um, uh, championship ability, then uh, what can you do? You know, when when your two best players are playing. Better, it gives you it gives you a chance. So the the Jazz are back into puncher's chance territory. Um, Tejo, like be, be be a little positive here. Like I'm, uh, you know, the Jazz can they can they pull a Tampa Rays like uh, upset and 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 do well in in the in the postseason. You know, um, I think anything can happen. Um, like anything is you possible. Know, Yes. <laughs> Playoffs is a very mysterious place, you know? Like, um, right now, everyone's thinking, um, like, Celtics has more chance than the Bucks, and um, even, even like, Bulls. But, like, you know, like, until, like, we get there, like, we will not sure what's going to happen. Um, like, I feel like Jess still has the chance. Um, like, of course, like, we lost uh, Jordan Goals, and... Um, there are a lot of other factors that uh, the fans are worrying uh, worrying about, but uh, there are so many things that uh, we should be more optimistic about too. Uh, for example, uh, I, I feel like Donovan Mitchell um, will be better um, rest of the season because uh, he rested a lot more um, 
sadly, uh, he was out a lot of time because of a concussion, but um, he will be back, and um, he didn't play as much, so I think uh, he'll have more uh, energy uh, playing for uh, the playoffs. And um, like you said, um, Rudy was better, uh, Boyan was better, and um, we also have, like, I, I feel like um, one thing that uh, the Jazz was kind of lacked was um, one of those, like, hustle people, but we have... Um, we, we have Eric Pasco, uh, who's going to play, I feel like, um, which will bring a lot of energy, energy to the Jazz. So, um, you know, like, I, I feel like um, a lot of Jazz fans are now, like, really down, especially after the Lakers lost. But uh, there are a lot of things to uh, look up and uh, be positive about, it too. Uh, Jared, you want to expound on that? Uh, well, I mean, we have... It's like you said, we've got the Mavericks coming up and then we got the Suns coming up. If the Jazz win both of those games and they win them, you know, like in a convincing manner, I mean, you have a lot to be optimistic about right. uh, in terms of your chances going forward. If they don't, I mean, it's definitely not the end of the world or end of the season. Like, but you get a real chance to, you know, examine, you know, what you're doing and, uh, and, uh, you know, make adjustments. So, I think the Jazz have a lot of opportunities to, uh, you know, to, to get better going forward and just to, you know, examine their process, examine their results, and and uh, figure out if they can really make some noise because it's still it's still a possibility when Donovan Mitchell and Rudy are their chemistry to get this year together has been really pretty pretty phenomenal actually. I would say it's pretty uh, salvageable. Like they've played they've played better together than they have like their entire careers this year um so hopefully you know donovan will hit rudy on a few more lob passes and whatnot and that'll just continue to continue to grow yeah like uh as so taylor brought this up and i i guess i want to expound on his point a little a little more here so um here are the names last year Derek favors trent forrest joe ingles uh george yang mione uh joan morgan um il sova all right that that was that's the Jazz, um, uh, like kind of like the six through twelve guys last year, right? You know, so this year's Hassan Whiteside, uh, Trent Forrest again, but like Trent Forrest who looks like a completely different player than he did last year. Um, Jordan Clarkson's still there. Um, Rudy Gay, uh, Eric Pascal as a, as as a, I mean, uh, that's that's that is one bright spot that we actually haven't got to see enough of this year is Rudy Gay. Um, what kind of difference does postseason Rudy Gay make for the Jazz? Yeah. You know, that's like that's one question that we're really waiting for our answer for. Yeah, and uh, I think know, I, I think if you Rudy ask any Gay healthy in the postseason could really be a, a big boon to yeah. this team. I think if you ask any Jazz fan, um, uh, like which lineup they like, which six through twelve lineup they prefer from this year to last year, I think I think they would say definitely this year, but. I mean, obviously, sometimes we get too, we get too high off our own Kool Aid, right? Like a lot of people thought the Jazz bench with Joao Morgan, Joel Brantley, Mione was was really solid last year, and obviously we turned out to be wrong. Um, right. But I mean, I mean, gosh, there, there there is some evidence that Eric Pascal makes a difference, Rudy Gay makes a difference, uh, like Doke f- from this year to last year as a third center, like maybe an emergency center. Like, yeah, I, oh, does, yeah. does it make you feel like you're going to throw up? Like, I, I you know, I, I know that like, I'm a, you had a rant about. Uh, he's better than Tony Bradley ever was. Yeah. So it's yeah. Like, like uh, I mean, 
Uh, oh boy, Tony Bradley always, always always somehow makes it on this podcast. I feel I feel bad, man. <laughs> I don't like dancing on that man's grave, but you know. Yeah, he's still you got playing. Tristan Thompson yeah. coming in to take minutes from me. That sucks. <laughs> uh, Trent, um, uh, Trent Forrest, who, um, is just. I mean, I- I'm so glad they traded the bad Trent Forrest away earlier in the season and traded for a better Trent Forrest <laughs> with the same name. Gave him, gave him the same number, which was great. I love it. Um, uh, yeah, screw that bad Trent Forrest. That guy sucked. But this new Trent Forrest is, is really good. Um, you know, like, like, okay, like, I like. I guess I was worried a little bit. Like, it's been like, a nice surprise, man. Right, like, I'm a, he really turned a corner. Like, I mean, I, I, I always thought he was pretty good on defense. I was like, he's lengthy. Like, he plays better defense yeah, than Mike. Yeah, his offense, and, the yeah. rim pressure that he's been able to, to bring, it's it's. Yeah, I, I think Markham deal. on the twos and threes, has, like he might be the best Jazz rim finisher, and he might not. You know, like I mean, his, look, he he doesn't have a good shot. Like it's, it's just awful. Not only that, he also is. He knows he doesn't have a good shot. Wait, so so wait, so we're saying he's a better finisher than Donovan? Uh, you know, I mean, there there are um, uh, I I think there's an argument to be made. Like um, uh, he gets to the rim and like he he really can. Um, Donovan sometimes I'm um, uh, gets a little too true, but I mean when Donovan's on and when Jordan Carson's on, it's it is what it is. So, mm. um, I mean, gotcha. I, I think we kind of need to see more rim running Jordan Clarkson, like get to the basket because um, he can be yeah, very good around the basket. He hasn't been finishing very well this year. I don't I don't know what the difference is, but from yeah. this year to last, his ca- his catch Jordan Clarkson's catch and shoot has been something to be desired. But well, well he the, the yeah Ingles Ingles. Uh, JC is the one who's missing Ingles the most, I think. If if the, if the Jazz can get away with these three point guard lineups that they're running out there in the playoffs, man, like it could be. I mean, if they can just get through like these, these Forrest, Clarkson, Conley, Donovan, mix and matches. Oh, and I, I forgot Daniel. Daniel, you know, the the the, the house called Daniel House is is on the Jazz too. Like, a, you know, I I got crap for calling him a buyout candidate, but that's essentially what he is. He's a guy that didn't have a team that chose to play for the Jazz for the rest of the season. I don't. I don't know why people are like so. Like, oh, he's not a buyout guy. Like, it oh. was. It was funny how uh, people were getting you on a technicality over that. I saw that and I was. Just like, I, I get. I, yeah, I know people are like. Isn't well, he essentially a buyout candidate, guys? Come on. That's what I'm saying. Like, he was on like, two like, ten day contracts. <laughs> people are like, well, actually, I'm like, like, I get it. He like, he didn't get bought out, but he got cut, which is essentially the same thing. Like a team, um, uh, you know. Yeah. The, the team still has to pay him. Like whoever cut him still has to pay him. Like the he, thing is with Twitter is they don't they don't get the show. They don't yeah. get the show, man. Yeah. They don't get the show. So um uh, so yeah so like I mean like the Jazz have it feels like they have more options right Rudy Gay Daniel House you know Trent Forrest um uh, you know the 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 bench seems like it upgraded like they 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 definitely lost a little bit of value losing Joe Ingles in that six seven spot. But they did gain, you know, something we talked about last year uh, when McCade and Brian were on was you have to get that, you know, 9 through 13, 14 to be pretty strong. Um, and maybe this is the year that, hey, you know, Terrence Mann, you're going to try to, you know, you're going to try to fuck us up? Okay. Well, here comes Rudy Gay and Pascal uh, in, in weird lineups. Yeah, you we're going to have a Rudy Gay series and, and he's going to score 50 right. on. You, you know, like maybe maybe Boyan maybe Donovan or not Donovan, maybe Mike sits, you know, let Donovan run point, run Pascal, Rudy Gay and um, and Royce out there. Royce at the shooting guard and see what happens. You know? Um I I just hope that Quinn doesn't leave Jordan Clarkson out there if like he's oh, like, in think, a playoff setting. I I've um, uh, setting, he, I've already given up on that hope, but <laughs> <laughs> and it, it it is what it is. Like I I've I've had to buy in into well, Jordan Clarkson. Well, so. if it starts if it, if we starts turning into a blowout because he refuses to take Jordan Clarkson out of the game in the playoffs, 
I'm gonna be so upset. <laughs> just like man, like yeah. I love JC, yeah. but if he doesn't have it, he doesn't have it, and yeah. I, I don't. Stop trying to ride him until you just think he's gonna come on, and then. No, that's a that, that, that's a that's the title of your sex tape. Sense to me. Title of your sex title of your sex tape. Um, yeah, exactly. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, I mean, that that's that's me being positive about the jazz. I I hope that came okay. That came across very well. So, uh, you know, what? I bought it. I, I you know, I, I talked myself into it. Fuck it. Jazz are winning the championship. I'm I'm all, I'm all on board, Mark. So you're all uh, in. I'm all you're in all now. In. Let's go. Um, well, Tejo, um, uh, so you're you're a Rays fan. Uh, you thought you know like we're, we're going to get into like the little nonsense part here for the last like ten minutes here. Um, I mean, not that the first fifty minutes were not nonsense. It it really was. <laughs> we're sitting there pulling pulling shit out of the air because we have nothing to talk about. Um, but uh, Tejo, um, uh, you know, like um, uh, we haven't seen one in a while. But man, you are you you got pipes, man. Um, I I asked you to write a theme song for us so you can sing us in but um uh you know what what like what's your go-to karaoke song when you're when you're out there at the karaoke i assume i don't know if you go to bars or not but i go to karaoke bars a lot so i i have my like he lives in provo so yeah bars uh yeah like i mean your your karaoke singles (laughs) activity i don't i don't know what they do in provo i i try to avoid the, the, the area so um yeah i mean you know, it's a it's a house of soaking. So, <laughs> we, 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 I, I wish there was a bar down there called House of Soaking. Yeah. That would be incredible. I, when, when, I, when I win the lottery, when I when I win the oh lottery, goodness, you know, now I'm, I'm going to have to open yeah, that bar. Exactly. My that is a life goal of mine to open a bar in Provo called House of Soaking. Patent pending. Patent oh pending. Patent pending. Um, so Tejo, like um, uh, so so yeah, actually, like you, you you've been to uh, Shrek's giving. What do you? What did you? What would your go-to song when you go to the the honey the honey squash bar? Oh well, I think um, my go-to is um, it's not as like you know fun, but it's "Fix You" by Coldplay, typical Utah song if you like. Um, oh, sorry, I'm, sorry, big yawn there. Sorry, oh, big big yawn, big yawn. Sorry, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> you know, you know, I gotta represent Utah somehow. So my favorite, <laughs> you know, my go-to karaoke song is "Fix You" by Coldplay. Very, very typical Utah. I would say that's not even true. You didn't sing that. I, I sang this song. Oh, okay. No, Tejo, I don't know what it is, man, but I fell asleep. You don't have to say that again. I fell asleep when you were talking about that song. Um, <laughs> no, like I'm. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so that that's your that's your number one, Coldplay, which is you know you know it's nice. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, I, I also do love uh, you know um, All Star by uh, you know Smash Mouth. There you go. Now that now that's a song that gets that gets the crowd going. Yeah. You know, we, we don't know what it means, but it's sexual, so yeah, gets the it's crowd provocative. going. Yes, yeah, provocative. Um. Uh, well, Jared. I mean, uh, you and I have karaoke once before, so. Uh, but like, you can't really like tell from the first time like what what someone's gonna do. Well, well, that that time I really needed to. My set list was not very good. Like that time, you, you, I tried. You, I tried to do. I don't have the range to really do. I, I a want good to rendition. S- <laughs> of, 
I mean, I, some of the songs I went for. I, I wanted to save you from that song. I, I like you told me what song you were gonna sing. I was like, oh, I was like, okay. Like it, no, I, you, it hit you, me, yeah, hit, hit me okay. later. And then, then I was like, I was like, oh boy, you picked a hard song. I like, but obviously, I never, I've never really heard no, you sing I karaoke. I honestly didn't realize how hard of a song it was because usually I just sing it in the car by myself. Right, right, yeah. Like and so like yeah. I, I was like I was like. And so our buddy, my buddy Matt was there, and he goes, "Wait, what song did he pick?" I'm like, "Oh, he picked the high notes, like, he, he, or uh, the high notes, um, uh, um, Pack of yeah, Disco." It's a hard, it's a hard song, man. It and really I, was like, I was like, I was like, I love that song though. It's just an incredible yeah. song. I, I like, I like to give people my like, hey, I don't know, I don't know how well he sings, so here we go. But yeah, there, there are certain songs like, I mean, there, there are certain Bon Jovi songs that I pick. I'm like, oh boy, like this is definitely not my range, but I, I like picking it. Well, like, living on a prayer is a good one. I really like living on a prayer. Living um, on a prayer, that it, one I can. That yeah. one I can sing. Yeah, Living on Prayer is good. I mean, it's an oldie, but it's a goodie. Your kids are going to love it. Um, um, there's some, there There are a couple of uh, Billy Joel songs that, I, that I'll, uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of. Uptown Girl. She's been yeah, living that, that, that in this really uptown That one's really fun. Piano world. Man is more depressing, so it's not as. Oh, but Piano, no, piano Man's so good. Piano, oh, you, you do. Sing it kills, us a though. song. You can really kill with piano. Yeah, man. Like, if I mean, you do it well, you can really kill with piano. Man. Like, like there's a lot of good um, uh, uh, um, what's it called? Uh, karaoke um, uh, with a uh, piano man. Um, uh, it, it's uh, like I mean, we we we've been to um, Tabernacle when it's a piano I, bar, and um, uh, they do that all the time. So, yeah, I feel like uh, you can you can really for foreigner is you don't have to be able to sing well at all to do a good foreigner. Um, you know, karaoke. So if you know, jukebox hero, and you know, all kind of, Juke kind of stuff. Jukebox hero. Come on, Tejo. Like, you know this one, right? In his eyes. Come on, where's uh, Tejo? I want, I want to hear him sing some jukebox hero. Yeah, come on, Tejo. Let's go. I, honestly, you, I don't know. Oh yeah. <laughs> jukebox hero. Like, 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 did you want to, you want to warm up? Like, what, what genre? Um, uh, uh, can we pick for you, Kate Tejo? Sorry. What genre? What genre? Like, is it, is it pop music? Is it alternative music? Like, what, what are we thinking here? Yeah. So, uh, I like to sing uh, '80s or or even like you know, '60s um, British songs. Oh. Um, okay. Yeah. So I I grew up listening to uh, British song, not American song. So if you like, you know, try to like, you know, make me sing American songs, I will have a hard time. How very how, how, how very how very rays of you, um, yeah. It's like I mean, I, I grew Ray's up on... anatomy. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, like I'm like uh, so. I'm uh, like my top three. So Bon Jovi is a, is a crowd pleaser. I I usually like Bon Jovi. Um, if it, if it's a new crowd, bon great. if it's a new crowd, I'll, I'll I'll probably do Backstreet Boys. Like I'm uh, uh, a little a little like I want it that way. Never. N- never really fails. You know, people love it. People like yeah, to sing along to it. Um, True. I'll do. I'll do. Shot through the heart because I live on a prayer is fun, but also like shot to the heart. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So um, uh, there's that. Um, what's my third? Like I like I mean because we talked about this last time about the karaoke, which was about a week ago. Like what are your top three songs uh, uh, in karaoke? And um, definitely it was like those two. And I, I really don't know. Like I've done Carly Rae Jepsen before. That was um uh, used to be popular. Uh, 
She bangs was pretty popular back in <laughs> in twenty twelve. Yeah, because I, I would she do, moves. She moves. Know, I, I would do the I would do the William Hung style, which I I don't it, trust me, folks. It's not very hard for me to the William Hung rendition of She Bangs. Oh, it really well, isn't. She bangs. She bangs. And they probably you probably killed with it because you're Asian, so they yeah yeah like, like they, they, they they can't get mad at me, you know. Like like it's like uh, I tell I tell them I have black friends too, so um, I can do whatever I want. Um, but um, uh, yeah, so but like I mean, like my my buddy is a really good singer, and he did karaoke. Uh, like I mean, he did some Whitney Houston. We went to this bar number one where the crowd was like all like twenty year olds, and I was like, "What is going?" Well, they were like twenty one year olds because they were you know in a bar, but they were really young. I was like, "Oh, I'm I'm used to like forty year olds here," so they were all singing like uh, "Counting Stars" by One Republic. I was like, "What the hell is this?" Sean Mendez. I was like, "What the what the fuck?" Yeah, Sean um, Mendez. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, the younger crowd, they their oh. their karaoke. I I, I kind of like go. Uh, I was like, I was like, I was like, yeah, can't you, do any of these songs. You you picked like, a good you picked this a, a good song to sing in the car by yourself, but like in front of a crowd, like this is a boring song. Um, oh yeah, but yeah, when, that's uh, true. Yeah, one one of my go tos is shout. Like if if I have the my, my buddy Matt, if, if if he sings with me, like I'm, uh, we just we do shout very well. Oh, uh, that's a performance. Yeah. You oh, and yeah. Matt. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. We, we, um, uh, my, my other buddy does, um, it wasn't me and he sounds a lot like Shaggy. So he usually, he usually gets the, huh? Crowd when like, they all like stop <laughs> and like, like, Oh my God, that, that guy's actually singing Shaggy. So, um, yeah. So I'm, uh, I, I, I'm very sad that I have not been able to join on the tricks Sh- and, uh, celebrations. Uh, I have, I have done, um, uh, uh, before it was the honey bar, it was the 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 Drake the Drake the the Dragon Drake bar. Um, yeah, it's the it's the Honey Dragon bar, bro. Well, yeah, the Honey Dragon bar now, but um, uh, before it was uh, the 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 Drake Dragon, or the Dragon Drake bar. Oh. And um, uh, I've done oh, I've done oh, it there before. Oh, yeah, gotcha. So gotcha. I've done it there before, but um, uh, yeah, like um, uh, I don't know, maybe maybe July fourth, maybe for um, uh, the fourth of Shrek uh, Shrek July. Um, uh, yeah, I hope so, uh, man. That'd, we'll, be, we'll that'd be a good time. Karaoke up there with the Dragon Squatch. You can follow him at Dragon Squatch on on Twitter. Uh, karaoke superstar um, Tejo, who only sings British songs, um, just because like that that's what the temporaries do. You know, they're, they're all they're all about the Brits. So um, follow them at British Tejo. <laughs> Tejo, what is what is your what is your Twitter handle, Tejo? Um, it's T E E underscore K A E Y E T K T K. Yeah. Um, please DM me with uh, microphone ideas. I'm honestly running out of ideas. So. <laughs> yes. I'm a, if, if you don't know, Tejo is uh, – excuse me. He's very known for using in, random inanimate objects as a microphone. Yes, there you go. In, there in you his go. videos. Yes, and so, so um, it, it's hilarious. He and um, uh, the thing is, I, like, I'm, I just, I'm blown away. I'm like, oh, wow, like – I, I was kind of hoping that Jar Asians, of peanut butter, Tejo. Jar of peanut butter. <laughs> I, I was kind of hoping that one Asians, of the smaller ones. Uh, I hope like the right. like tone deafness was like an Asian thing. I'm like, oh no, it's just it's just a me thing. Like if, if Tejo can sing that well, I'm like, okay, so. nope, can't can't bl- can't blame it on my can't blame it on my parents. So, because um, my parents are also tone deaf, they just don't know it. Well, I mean, he's Korean though, so you could say maybe it's a Vietnamese thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess so. Like people, people like, here's the thing. It's like it's like telling people I'm I'm, I'm from Clinton. They're like, they're like I'm a, where is that? I'm like, you know, I'm like, it's, it's Salt Lake, okay? Like, it's all the same, right? You know, v- are you Chinese, Japanese? I'm like, I'm Vietnamese, but they all they all think it's the same thing over there. So, um, well, that that's, I mean, yeah, I'm sure that that happens a lot in Utah. Yeah, yeah. To you. Um, uh, 
And so I'm a so uh, J Rod. I'm a, you can follow him at Go the Distance Forty Nine. He's going to Phoenix to to uh, to watch Jazz Suns. Um, so that's a, that's a big day for you. Big day. Hopefully the Jazz. Uh, you know, hopefully our, our optimistic Jazz like they'll listen to this and be like, these guys are right. We can win the championship. So. Um, if the Jazz start yeah, winning, that's, that's you know, what I'm hoping for, man. Yeah, if they I, win, I, I'm not going there to watch them lose. Yeah, so <laughs> if, if they if they start winning, if they win the whole if they win the whole thing, I'm gonna be like, hey, it was us, you know, because we were positive for once. Um, didn't have didn't have didn't have that jerk dragon squatch him uh, bringing us down with all his his, his <laughs> damn negativity. <laughs> um, you yeah, he was me. just driving through a blizzard, just yeah. fighting for his life. Um, yeah, yeah. So hopefully he's uh, yeah. Hopefully he is safe because um, uh, you know the weather, the weather's hitting this West State somewhere pretty pretty hard right now. Um, and I'm um, uh, yeah. I'm uh, at Jazz High Notes. I'm uh, at Jazz High Notes on the Twitter. Um, uh, it's been quiet. You know, like it just I haven't had no opinions about the Jazz, so I haven't really tweeted anything out lately. Uh, give us a five star review. Apple Podcasts. Um, Apple reviews. Um, is there anybody in uh, in Marnie's produce corner you guys want to put in? Well, I mean, is it hers since Squatch isn't on? Because she doesn't listen when he's not on. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to give her a shout. Marnay, at, at Marnay's produce uh, section. Um, uh, <laughs> if you, you know, if, if someone doesn't make that, that Twitter handle, I'll make it. So, um, Shout out to our other alternate uh, co-host who couldn't be here tonight, Beard Grills. Beard Grills, yep. Beard Grills. We still the... love you, Beard. <laughs> but Tejo was there. Tejo was like, yeah, I'll be on. I was like, okay, well, if we got Tejo, we don't need anything else. Oh, man. We got to we gotta talk to Jamie and see if he wants to come on next time. Shout out to our guy at Jamie. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't want you to pick the guest anymore. <laughs> Wait, 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 are you sure? Jamie's a cool guy. Nah, like he's a he's an actual jazz yeah, fan. You, you, you told me some of the other guests were really cool guys. And I'm, hey, uh... <laughs> hey, come on! So you talk to him in the DMs and find to judge for yourself. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, hey, man, I don't, I don't, I don't do background checks on all these people. What do you want? What do you want from me? <laughs> 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 I, I I expect a little more than than I was like oh this guy like I started following him I'm like oh shit this guy this guy's awful, um, yeah <laughs> yeah, that, uh, yeah I to, no you, I hope you unfollowed that guy yeah, I have to delete delete that um, uh, delete that no I, I need the follow so I uh, I just muted him um, yeah, I, I unfollowed that guy yeah. was, I was I couldn't take it anymore uh, yeah so um, we're talking not about, not Jamie Jamie I'm not not talking about no you. we're talking about Dragon Squatch so. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He doesn't know. He's on Twitter. He doesn't care. So, um, uh, all right, Teo. Well, um, uh, you know, do, do you have a, like a do you have an end credit song? Like, I'm um, uh, pick pick something British. Pick something from the '80s. Uh, you, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, I'll give you a minute to think about it. We'll we'll, we'll just start outro, Teo. We'll yeah. Counting on you. We'll, we'll just vamp. All right. Uh, yeah. Give me just a sec. Uh... <laughs> just a small uh... town girl. Are they British? I don't think they. are. Number one, that's the most overplayed karaoke Bicycle, song, guys. Bro. So, Spice Girl. That's so, a, yo, I'll tell you what. Song. I, oh, well, that was, Spice up your life. Uh, Spice up your life. I was gonna go. I mean, I, I obviously wannabe is a, a crowd pleaser. Like I'm, uh, um, you know, you can never go wrong with wannabe. Spice up your life. <laughs> when to right, become uh, one. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm ready. Oh, I've been ready. All right. Um, wow, this is. Give, give me just a sec. Yeah, the pressure, uh, the pressure, the pressure's got the Tejo. Uh, I, I try to, I try to sing it without, uh, without uh, music. No, 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 then, no, uh, no. Play some music. I mean, uh, you use the phone music. I'm, uh, uh, I, I don't know if we'll get pinged for it or not, but you know, 
literally nobody's gonna listen to this episode. Without Marnay, we have nobody listening to this episode. So this is just this is <laughs> this is just for us. All right, all right. Uh, hope sound is good enough. All right. Wait, 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 wait. Tonight, okay. Tonight, I'm gonna have myself a real good time. I feel alive, and the world will turn it upside Yeah, I'm floating around in ecstasy. So don't stop. That's it. Catch you guys next, next time. Tejo was singing into a shampoo bottle. Queen. Yes. Dude, that was all, dude. Like, that was amazing, I, if I could sing half as well as you do, I'd probably get laid more often. That's what's, holding, uh, that's what's holding me back from having sex is I'm, uh, uh, you know, ju- just being a to- being tone deaf. So I, I was in a tr- I was I was gonna be a hype man, but I was like, oh, he doesn't need it. He's 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 he's, he's already killing the song without it. So that was fantastic, man. That was seriously good job. Wait a second. Yeah, well, it's one a.m., so my voice isn't you know. Completely I know bigger, yeah, but... like yeah, you, you, your voice isn't lubed up. I get it. It, it happens. So Tejo. Um, if you just want to like come on and sing our intro and outro songs every time, that'll be fine. I'm okay with that. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm pretty sure uh, uh, Quinn. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll talk to Quinn and like. Oh, Quinn, will, can do Quinn, will, <laughs> Quinn will write. Quinn will write us a song legitimately. That would probably. Yeah. Quinn is amazing. Hey, yeah, Double Danny. Du- you might know him as Double Danny DeVito. Shout out Double. I Danny know. DeVito. Like when he first said Quinn, I was like, I was like, I was like. Yeah, Quinn Snyder's listening to this, you know. <laughs> yeah, Quinn Snyder's an avid listener of the podcast. Yeah, I was like, uh, oh haven't boy. Haven't you seen how he's? Haven't you seen how he's adjusted to after we make comments? 